nerd. 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 I'm not kissing a nerd. What is a nerd? Nerd! Holy crap, are we nerdy? This week on Nerdables, we are talking DC films having yet another shakeup. Snyderites, Pickett's Warner Brothers, Animaniacs Returns, Darth Vader Goes Pink While Kylo Changes His Name to Matt, and Ryan Johnson says there's more for Ray to learn. What? Joining me tonight... I'd hope so. There's a third film. ...are Ethan, Mikey, Chris, and a cricket from outside. One ninth film. A ninth film? What? One ninth film. Well, I said a third film. Oh, look, she actually made her hair blonde. Uh, Golden Globes are on, so... We're kind of have that. So in the sorry, everything's gonna be super distracting. <laughs> but so, I'm gonna wait until the midnight to record this. So DC Films has yet another shakeup. Are we surprised? But this one's even higher up than we've had. All no, it's the same. Same thing last time when they put Jeff Johns in charge. Yeah, thing. but they fired the well, they fired been... the head of DC Films three times already. Every time there's a movie and it doesn't it doesn't do as well as they think it is. But no, they've just had executive fired. producers. They, they yeah. had, they, now they've actually got somebody that's in no. charge yeah. of... They fired that person twice. Because the article said, and we'll go to the article in a minute, but the article actually said that he's not just in charge of DC films being made, any superhero type film. Well, that means his role is expanded, but the head of who's making Justice League and its related films has been replaced now twice. Right, because it was originally supposed to be, um, if I go to the right article, we have because we have three different we have three different posts with everything with all, with the group. Um, right, originally it was supposed to be Zack Snyder in charge of everything. Yep. He but just as an executive producer, he wasn't a head of DC Films division of Warner Brothers. But everything that fell under the genre of this Justice League thing was all him. Right, the DC. The DCEU or whatever yeah. it is. DCEU. DCEU. And then... It's like a university. <laughs> it's better than Trump University. Um, but then they went and hired Jeff Johns mm-hmm. to be in charge of just the DC movies. Now, Which included all of the... Justice League and related. And John Berg was the other one. It was Jeff Johns and John Berg who were both in charge of the DC yes, films. Jeff was the creative side of it, and John Berg was kind of the overseeing. It would be as if Josh Whedon was in charge of all the Marvel films and Kevin Feige was in charge of all the Marvel films. Correct. It's that type of relationship, which Josh Whedon never had. Right. But Zack Snyder did. Zack Snyder's executive producer on every single one of those films. Now, Toby Emerson who was promoted in 2016 to the President and Chief of Content Officer at Warner Brothers. Um, and he also worked with New Line and a couple others, is now in charge of the DC film slash superhero films line. Yes. So he's basically the Kevin Feige of DC. Now here's where it gets confusing because yes. Jeff Johns who's still editor-in-chief and everything of, of DC, is still going to be involved as What the... it sounds like is he has a more of a consultant role. Right. So what it is, much like early on, uh, my, my boss was working for Universal when they did the first Hulk film, Ang Lee's film. Stan Lee is listed as a producer on that film. What it was is Stan Lee would come in and they'd be like, hey, this is the film, this is our script. And Stan would say, that's great, or that sucks. Right. There was, he had no power to say, that sucks, write a new script. Right. Or, well, that's I, great, that's the script we're doing. That was Stan Lee's role. As a, he was a consultant, basically. What it sounds like, and nobody really knows kind of the, the, the ins and of the, the nuances of it, yeah. is that Jeff will be a consultant going forward. Because at this point, nobody knows what they're doing going forward. Right. They have a bunch of movies on a slate that are now... Sort of connected, but not connected. You have films that are starring people that were in Justice League. Mm-hmm. You have films that they have on the slate that were people that were starring in Suicide Squad. And then you have a Batman film that doesn't star anybody that was in anything and has already been touted as being from a different universe. Well, then they have you have Shazam, which has been as part of the universe, not part of the universe, part of the universe. Now they're saying that since they're putting together the Legion of Doom as at the end of... 
uh, Justice League that you know that that will now be part of it because they need more villains to be on the Legion of Doom side of Which things. Makes Justice League terrible because he should have been the Justice League villain, <laughs> right? It's, it's so confusing. The, they just need to say, okay, you know what? We messed up. Everything's gone. Let's start over. If you can't, there's too many. There's even, too much money even, there. even I mean, the pe- only thing that they have like, is Wonder Woman that they they care about. Even people were like, would be like, eh, I don't want, to, I right. don't want to deal with this, regardless of what they try and get themselves out of. Sure, I I get that, but but still, when is enough enough? Do you do you just stop it now? You take a few years. You maybe do Wonder Woman two, and then just kind of let that be your reboot. That's a crappy thing. You have that one. That's the golden child right now, and that's what you have to. You don't want to lose that momentum, right? I mean, because Gal will be like, eh. Well, I'm not going to wait for 50 million years. If Wonder Woman two is going to be set before modern, let's let's say it's set in World War two, then Flashpoint reduces or relaunches the modern grouping by doing what. Flashpoint could have done or did do in terms right. of changing to the new 52 where some things stay and some things are different, then you're comicizing their entire DCEU of this is the fresh start and you're not going to, you know, some of the characters are going to look the same, just like Batman and G- Green Lantern in the new 52 were pretty much the same because they didn't want to throw out any of those stories. Sure. But Superman sure as heck was different. His, his backstory was way different. Birds of Prey was way different. Mm-hmm. Black Canary and Green Arrow's past was totally different. Green Arrow all of a sudden lost 25 <laughs> years. Right. He went from being a 45-year-old guy with an illegitimate kid to being 20 years old and head of his own company and a dork and with a terrible comic book. So I have a feeling that's where they're going to go. Creatively, what they should do is just shut everything down. Sure. And give it a couple of years to lie fallow. But there's too much money out there. I mean, it's just... Well, Aquaman is still in production. And yeah. Apparently, the director of Aquaman... I forget who it is, is very good Fishy friends Fisherson. with Tommy Emerson. So they're going ahead with the Aquaman film. Well, yeah, you're not going to shut down something that's in production. Right. You know, but just like the idiots that thought Disney was going to shut down something that was in production at Fox. Right. Like the deal isn't even done, but, you know, Bob Iger's going to call Ryan Reynolds and say, Deadpool 2 is on hold, click, and hang up on Well, they already said that, you know, they just made an announcement. That, no, I know, that, but what I'm saying, there were people uh, that, at the day of it, people were scared that was what was going to happen. Right. Warner Brothers is not going to shut down anything that's in production. There's too much money you've already... But even in pre-production, because X-Factor, they said, is, is not going to even be touched. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about DC. I know. Saying, anything that's in production for DC, even with this shakeup, is not going to be thrown out. No, and they still want to do uh, Suicide Squad 2, because they feel Suicide Squad was a big hit for them. So, <laughs> which it wasn't past that first weekend. That's still amazing. That's number two. What Suicide Squad? Suic- no, Suicide. You're still on it. Suicide yeah. Squad two or Suicide oh, Squad was the biggest because they had the FX logo at the bottom. I thought somehow we I knew changed. where he was going. Uh, Suicide Squad has the second biggest opening weekend of any of those films. Yeah, of the five films. That's what amazed me. Wonder Woman's number one. No, it's not. Not for the weekend. Opening weekend? Yeah. It's not, it's no, it's not. It's Batman versus Superman. Is it? Yes. It's BVS. It's BVS, Man of Steel, Suicide, or BVS, Suicide Squad, Man of Steel, and then Wonder Woman. Huh. And Justice League was last. Well, of course, Justice League was... Yeah. Well, not of course. For some reason, I mean, Ethan was wanting to watch that today. Justice League. What the F is wrong with you? It was... I'm working on R2, so I'm just, it's just something in the background. So. There's a lot more to put in the background than... Yeah, well... He's over here looking at porn on his... <laughs> Fun. I'd say if it was before one yeah. o'clock, don't turn on the football game because oh yeah, that Jacksonville Buffalo game. I'm posting. There's a reason those two Instagram. teams haven't made the playoffs oh, okay. in 30 years combined. I love how every time he looks at my phone, he's like, "You're looking at porn." Well, you it's had Instagram some naked chick on your. It's Instagram. You had you had a naked razor on there. What? Naked chick. Yeah. That is. Um. Keep up. I know Watch we keep. Guys. I know we keep talking about DC films and their shakeups and everything, but well, if they keep shaking up, we're going to keep talking. About yeah. Them. Like, what else are we going to do? But when? I mean, I mean, obviously, we talk about bad football games. If so. you were, if you were in charge of this, if you were Jeff Johns or you were, you were, you know, Toby Emerson. I was Jeff Johns. I would not be doing that. <laughs> <laughs> when do you say enough's enough? You don't, because they're still making money. The thing is, is none of these films, although they don't, Justice League especially, did not perform. As well as they wanted it to, it's still 
broke even or better. It's still not a loss. It's right. not something like John Carter of Mars that Disney took a bath on. It's not Alice in Wonderland 2 that, that they took a bath on. You know, it's, But it's, you're talking it, a movie that they had to go back and make extensive reshoots. But it still didn't cost them anything. Everybody's going to get paid. And at the very least, they're not going to lose any money. And they're still going to be able to sell it on DVD, and then they're going to release the Zack Snyder cut, and those a holes are going to buy that. Well, that gets. And then they're the going to then they're going to re- they're going to do the extended mix cut that Joss Whedon redid when he and he and Zack got together, and then Doves came out, Ooh, and then they cut one together. There's going to be 45 versions of this. Do you think they should just put one to out buy just, it? Uh, and that's the, the thing is, it's not going to lose money. So until you start losing money, there's no reason to change this. There's yeah. reason to change it because there's potential to get more. There's no reason to just shut it down. When you have something like the the Divergent thing, right? The last movie lost money, so they just they're like, "Well, we'll make a TV movie." And I put clay in my mouth and chew it. Shinley Woodley said, "No, I'm not doing TV because that's stupid." And then went to do, do TV, and that's it. It's right. just never going to happen because wait, who they put lost clay money. in their mouth? She does. She, really she, she chews clay because oh. she's like, "That's better than toothpaste or something." Yeah, and then she suns her her vajayjay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And there's a couple, yeah. She she's, does a couple other weird things too. But you know, she's an actress, so it's okay. Um. Yeah, they should just put out the Wheaton cut, and just you know, and just screw <laughs> it's be 45 the minutes long. Yeah. Um. Well, the movie was less than two hours. Right, and he probably did about 45 minutes of it. Yeah. Um. Did you no, see? It's, did it's, you see the cut that they they showed of of Jason Momoa? He's standing out with the waves behind him, and there's. The Whedon cut and the uh, the Snyder cut, and he's like he's drinking down the Jack Daniels or whatever it is. How different the two look, just cinematically. Do we even know that's well? That's not that's not Jason Momoa in the other picture. What was it? It's like some cosplayer or something. No. Yeah. Just recreating that scene. The dude has a fat face. (laughs) Like, come on. (laughs) Well, no, but there were a couple scenes when they were shooting in the Arctic. I don't think anybody has access to that other stuff. I don't believe any of that. It's just like all this crap of, you know, these Star Wars guys are like, oh, I have official stuff from Ewan McGregor doing the the Obi-Wan movie. And it's like, no, it's not. Yeah. And then the stuff that was sort of leaked and not leaked with Han Solo, and now it is, and it's, it's just oh, that's the one thing I forgot. It's all it's all a it's all a weird mess, and I I don't think I, if if I'm DC, I'm not releasing anything that Zack Snyder did, because if you release Zack Snyder's thing and everyone's like, oh, this was better, then you made the wrong decision by doing Joss Whedon, right. but you had to make that decision because you wanted to finish the film, and Zack wasn't going to finish it, or he couldn't. And have time the time he needed with his family. Yeah. What was it that you po- was it you Ethan that posted the thing that said that his daughter was assassinated on purpose so he could get out of the That thing? was Sebastian. He sent the I guess somebody tweeted out that Marvel had yeah. uh Marvel had, yeah, my daughter Marvel had assassinated. His, yeah. So that because if Snyder had finished the film it would be amazing. It's the Snyder conspiracy stuff. It, that's the Snyderites are the funniest thing I've ever seen. Uh, so I'm guessing like, you're not a Snyderite. It, no, I. So you weren't out picketing at Warner Brothers. No, I, a, I, I. I'm not a fan of Zack Snyder's films. Yeah, I've liked two of them, um, and I like the I like the girls in one of them, because I'm that guy. But no, if <laughs> they're never going, so you're, they're never going to release. Yes. Time's up, Chris. Yeah, time's, time's up. Time's up. We all, we're all wearing Me that too. thing right now. I'm the only. I'm the only one wearing mostly black. So there you go. In solidarity. But it has nothing to do with the solidarity. No, it's the golden gloves. <laughs> it's just your wardrobe is all black. <laughs> yeah. It just you happen to be rooting for Drew Brees today. Yeah. Um, but no, it's it's you shake it up because there's potential for more money out there. Sure. But they're not gonna re they're not gonna relaunch everything until something fails. Right. Wonder Woman two comes out and makes fifty million dollars domestically. Then you fail, and then everything is it. But that's not going to happen. So, what do you think of the Snyderites picketing Warner Brothers Idiots. for a a, a Zack Snyder, Snyder cut. cut? You can't get a Zack Snyder cut because it wasn't done right. I mean, that's if you want a Zack Snyder cut, great, but it probably doesn't have an ending, right? Because it felt like that they were going to do the ending, or he was still working on the ending, or whatever, when he stepped away, and they had Joss Whedon come in to punch it up or do whatever. Which it felt like they they did not plan to have Josh Whedon reshoot as much as he reshot. No. But then as it started, you know, you basically get in there, you look they at the script, you look the at film. what's there, 
and he says, I got to reshoot whatever of this because it's it's all the, it's not or the Han Solo think- film where Ron Howard comes in and says, you have 45 minutes of footage. That's easy. I can replace all of that, and we right. just go back to the script that's already there. Do you think that it was something that Whedon said to them, or do you think that Warner Brothers saw a cut of that? Because one of the first early cuts of the film got horrible, horrible reviews by you know the the team or the the ones that saw it, and uh, that's when they went. So back. did the final cut. <laughs> but that's when they went back and they shot. The extra stuff, you know, they, they added to what they were going to shoot with him. But who knows if it was done? I mean, Rogue One had the same thing, where they had the first cut that Gareth Edwards says, it isn't done, done. Right. But, oh no, we're going to go and do some more of it. I don't know. I just, I think it's amazing that there are so many fans be, that are still so supportive of what Zack Snyder has done in the DCEU. Have you been on Rob Liefeld's twi- Twitter? No. Twatter boy? Yeah, his twatter. His twatter. His twatter, too. Put Rob Liefeld on your tweeter. On your oh, tweeter. On your really? Tweeter twatter? If you if you really want to know what it's like for a whole group of people, you can just like, why is anybody... This cult of personality that some of these creators have is... is it, It's a... Look, Zack Snyder's stuff looks awesome. Sure. 300 doesn't hold up as well as you think it would, but... At the time, you're like, that movie's amazing yeah. for what it is. Sucker Punch He's looks done, amazing. Sucker Punch looks amazing. It's a horrific story from start to finish. From the first time you saw it. Even, even Watchmen looks pretty. I don't know if I go that far. Um, but yeah, you have people that are super excited about that, that type. You have people that love Michael Bay. You have people that love what Michael Bay does now as much as anything else. So you're going to have those cults of people that are into – I mean, you can't deny that Zack Snyder has been successful. Right. Even though he, none of his movies made as much as you guys thought he made. That was a fun night. Um, but, you know, Michael Bay's Transformers. Oh, oh I <laughs> barf. Um, Michael Bay's films have made billions of dollars. Yeah. His early stuff I love because it's bombastic and crazy, and you weren't getting those type of films. When The Rock comes out, you're like, we don't make action films like this anymore. Well, they both They're have a very nuts. stylized yeah. sense of directing. And then after 10 years where Michael Bay's still shooting The Rock, you're like, okay, I'm done. Yeah. You know. Every movie has the well, they're very, yeah, has its They're tropes. very visual. Only Woody Allen gets away with that, among other things he gets away with. That's the thing. They're very visual directors. So visually, oh, yeah. their movies look great all the time. It's just the, where they lack is... The storytelling. Well, and then when you have those tropes, you know, we, there's so many Michael Bay tropes. Yeah. The American in terms flag. Of the American flag yeah. and the crotch up shot, and it's always sunset. When you don't evolve your style, though, too, like, you have to change up, change it up yeah. every now and then. Well, well even J.J. Abrams said, hey, boring, maybe so. less lens flare yeah. in episode seven, which I saw episode eight again, and I swear to God, there's more lens flare in episode eight <laughs> than there is in episode seven, by grace. I'm going like, there's more lens flare in this? Nobody bitched about that in this one. <laughs> There's a ton of lens well, player in that There movie. was enough bitching going on for episode eight. No, everybody liked that film. I haven't heard any, any single person that didn't like it. I'm still hearing it. Worse and worse now. Um, well, you agreed with him from the start. <laughs> I've come to terms with it. I know, it. but I said you agreed with him at the start. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I just... It is. I guess it is a cult of personality. Oh, yeah. Well, that's what most of fandom is. No matter what it is. Cult of personality. Christopher Sorry. Nolan has it too. Had to throw that yeah. in. It's, just, it's not as it's not as bombastic because it's a different type of director. But you have people who absolutely hate Christopher Nolan, mm-hmm. and they rail against people who everything Christopher Nolan does is perfect, and you all need to shut up. And then you get a, the majority of people in between. I like most of his films. Some of his films I couldn't care less one way or the other. So, but those people that are on those sides, and that's what these guys are. They usually and, all jump on from one movie anyway. Yeah. So The Snyderites are just people that are super excited about slow motion. It's his squad. <laughs> and, uh, and and John Woo isn't making films anymore, apparently, and they need somebody that takes 45 minutes to shoot 45 seconds. And they love his muted color styles yeah. and everything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, well, sticking with Warner Brothers, I'm sure this is something we can all be excited about. <coughs> Animaniacs <laughs> is coming back. With all new episodes, brand new show. The only reason I'm excited about that is because Hulu. Hulu, because Hulu has the old ones now. Yes. And I actually looked at it yesterday. I'm like, how much is Hulu? Are they still on Netflix though? They had no. no like I, think, I think there's. I think they're there. They might be leaving soon. But okay. Hulu is going to be the exclusive home of all of that stuff. And so I think isn't Tiny Toon Adventures on there also? I don't know, but I hope Hulu. it is. 
Because uh, someone said something like Hulu now has like this animation block, and it's got you know like you go into this subsection, yeah. like the early nineties. Like, yeah, and it, and if because if it has Tiny Toon Adventures, I'm I'm in. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> Let's go. I love Tiny Toon. Uh, it's funny is because uh, I sent I sent that uh, the announcement to Eric because I thought you know Eric Balza, uh, you know voiceover actor we all know we've had him on the show a few times. Um, I I thought for sure he would have known about this. You know, he he would be cast in it or something because he does a lot of stuff with Warner Brothers, especially. There are other voice actors out there. No, I know that, but we don't did, want there to be. We, we're does, going to murder them all, and it's just going to be Eric doing all the voices. <laughs> oh, if he wants all of the voices, but uh, no, he does a lot of with Warner Brothers cartoon, you know, with their animation, and he does a lot those. with the classic Looney Tunes. Yes, he does most of the old Looney Tunes voices, doesn't he? He does. Yeah. Um, so he I thought the, he did commercials or stuff a couple of years ago, or yep. something like that. I'm trying he to remember. Did. He does Marvin the Martian. He does. Yeah. Uh, I was on a lot of drugs when we interviewed him the second time. <laughs> Painkillers. Uh, matter of fact, the the LeBron ones that they did, they yeah. sparked the whole thing where they were wanting to do Space Jam too. Mm-hmm. Well, that didn't he was, spark that. Those idiots have been calling for that for ten years, right? But when they saw him with Marvin the Martian, they thought for sure there was going to be a Space Jam too. Uh, no, but he he, oh, he was very surprised about the show coming back. He, he had no idea. I the the reason look, it is so hard to catch lightning twice, especially with something that has that much content. Yes. And the thing that I point to when I usually point to it is Futurama. Yes. The seasons on Fox, amazing. They did it. They did a couple of made for TV movies, whatever extended movies. Made they did TV. like four of them. Yes, yeah, yeah. really good. That comedy, good enough. Yeah. That Comedy Central season sucked. Yeah. It was horrible. It wasn't funny at all. And it just, for whatever reason, it just didn't seem like it could catch it. Beavis and Butthead is the other thing. Yes. Beavis and Butthead seems like an easy formula. When Mike Judge did it a couple of years ago, after they were gone for like 10 years, except for the last one, I couldn't tell you what any of the other episodes are because they, were, they weren't any good. Right. The last one was hilarious where they, they fall asleep on the bus when they go to a recreation town of, like, the Revolution, and they think they've gone back in time. <laughs> and they're trying to stop Van Driesen from procreating so that they don't have to go to school. Um, but it's so hard to capture that sort of thing. And Especially I'd rather see what them, they got away with. Uh, yeah, they're never going to get away with that stuff anymore. I mean, now, there, that, that's so the good much thing more. with it being on Hulu is because there is the chance for them to get away with a little bit more. But, our, but it's not Hulu. That's going to say when that's now right. it's going to be an executive producer that looks at it and says, "I know kids are watching this. I can't do these kind. You can't do these kinds of jokes anymore." Right. I mean, that's that's all entertainments like that's the types of the stuff world, that you yeah. want to do. It. Yeah. Well, that's you'll never we get you'll now. never get Hello Nurse. Yeah. Especially in the world we live in now. With, yeah. with what, yeah. You can watch it where year. where it is, but you can. If they announce today, like we're doing Tom and Jerry again, no. Yeah. Unless it's a completely different pre- – unless it's Tom and Jerry mystery detectives or something because that premise of a cat and a mouse trying to kill each other yeah. in cartoony ways that never affect them in any – you're never putting well, that on TV. No, Jerry, they, they've been able to get away with stuff now with Tom not, and Jerry. Not like it's not the classic as, not stuff. It's not as bad and obviously not – you don't have any of the racist I mean because you almost had itchy and scratchy kind of stuff with, with them a yeah. couple of times. Yeah. You know, I mean – Tom goes through an accordion they or something, talk, or share. gets they cut up. You know, his tail gets cut off in different talk, sections. Share. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, I'd rather they make a, a video of worker and parasite. <laughs> like you can't even do really Wiley Coyote stuff. Yeah, I mean, not in the way that you did. And so kids aren't attracted to it anyway. So your kids are too busy watching porn on their phone, like Ethan or whatever. Do you, now that brings up a good question, though. <laughs> do you think that this is going to be a show that appeals to? The fan base that used to watch it, but that are now adults. That's what all that Or do you is. think that this will be something that will appeal to kids as well? They're hoping to get that fan base, the original fan base, to get They're their kids to, get to watch. Someone like that. you force Arabella to watch yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. That's, so that's, yeah. that's what they're aiming for. They're aiming for you to force Arabella <laughs> to watch it with you. And she's going to sit there and watch it for five minutes and say, and then, this is stupid. And, 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 she watched, and you're going to yeah. be like, well, these new episodes aren't as good. So. She watched the original and even the Tiny Toons are with me, and she she loves those. She goes around quoting them all the time. Yeah, but the, it's just, I, I don't know. I mean, it, fact, could be good. Time, I, it could be good. I hope it's good. I'm not as excited for it as you think someone like me that would like, that really liked that show would be simply because. I'm kind of gotten to it. Was like I'm kind of tired of you guys just doing the same. If it's not a property that already exists, you can't do it. They're I not going to launch Cartoon X, right? And like that's the tough thing. And so if we don't get anything new, 
then there isn't anything. You're the generation that Bell is in. They're not going to have any properties that are theirs. Doesn't well, they, feel I mean, like. I mean, they have some, but I'm just saying yeah. the the majority of these things now in the last three years has been find something that was already existing and let's just remake it. <coughs> and that's Even true. having Ducktales, you're like they did Ducktales. Mm-hmm. They did Ducktales 20 years ago. Cartoon Heyday was 80s so we're and doing 90s. so we're doing Ducktales again. Let's see. They where's, have where's like Tales Adventure Time? They you know uh, Adventure Time's been over for two Star years. Star versus the uh, you know, over whatever. for a year. I mean, none of that stuff's on anymore. At least not with new episodes. Right. You know, the last thing, the last thing they like really explored it was SpongeBob. Well, no, I mean Disney's had a couple on the XD station. What? They've got um, that actually has like a real lasting. What impression. was the mystery one that they had that was not too long ago? You don't even know. That's what well, I'm no, saying. That's because that wasn't. I really wasn't really watching it much. But but we were connected into. We know those types it was, of things. It was getting uh, you know. A lot of uh, acclaim. DuckTales. DuckTales. Ben 10. Ben 10. Yeah, I mean, there's some. Ben there's 10. some out there. It's... I don't know. Maybe it's because But Ben 10 isn't aren't... new now either. There it just is. isn't anything... Are they still doing new episodes of Ben 10? Yeah, because oh, they I started it up again. Okay. And it's like 15 minutes instead of 30. Interesting. What was so. one that was Disney that had the Mystery Shack? It was... Um... Mystery Shack. Oh, Gravity Falls. Gravity Falls. Uh, Gravity Falls? Kids don't care about Gravity Falls. The only people I've ever known that like Gravity Falls are adults. Yeah. I mean, that lasts so, for a long time. Yeah, but it's still, there's nothing that has that same impact or doesn't feel like it now. And it's not going to if the zeitgeist from now going forward is just to take stuff that existed 10 years ago and 20 years ago and just redo it. Oh, I totally agree with that. I totally agree. I mean, as much as I want it, I, I can't tell if it's the nostalgia of having that show come back, you know, have a show like that come back. I mean, granted, yes, I can go back and watch all the original stuff, and, and I do, and, you know... And, it's like if somebody if they announced Tiny Tunes now, Eric announced one of the shows that we all have loved before, with Muppet Babies. Yeah, you know, they're redoing Muppet. And Babies. And I'm excited for Muppet Babies, but I also admit we shouldn't be doing Muppet Babies. Right. I'd rather see, but again, like the Muppets but have been in different Muppets incarnation. Are, yeah, Muppets are different. But you, if, if they redid the Muppet Show, it almost feel like well, no, they did that they too, did that. and they failed that one really bad. But they, if they, weird. do you, okay, that's a good example. What if they though. do Muppet Babies as the Muppet Show? If they would have brought back the Muppet Show, the original style of the, you know, the... Animation? No, no, no. Or the story No, the, the, the same original, way that they're doing the a original, variety show you know, with variety a guest show. star. Yeah, oh, yeah. Muppet Show, sorry. Because then, but, but then that's what, the reason that they did it the way they did was so that people wouldn't make the, oh, you're just doing the same thing. Right. And it failed, so maybe they should have done the same thing, and it would have succeeded, but you're also saying... It's just the same thing. Sure. It, it's it's a weird place we're in where well, original, original with, content isn't really doing it's anything. It's the same thing with episode 7 and 8. Everybody got complained because with episode 7, we read, they redid the exact same thing. Gave them brand new stuff with episode 8. You know, the whole different direction. Episode and they 8. Is, still, but the thing is, you, you really watch episode 8, it's so Empire. Oh, it they is. They jumble it a little, but it's just Empire. Oh, no, it is. And, and it's part of that is when you do the hero's journey... There's tropes in it. There's yes. the rules, quote unquote, that you follow, and that's part of the problem with this kind of storytelling. You do a dinosaur film. You put dinosaurs on an island. If you don't call it Jurassic Park, everyone just tells you you're ripping off Jurassic Park. Right. But you're trying to do something different. That's all Jurassic World was. Was we're trying to do Jurassic Park, but what if the park worked at the start and then it goes to hell? But right. that's that's the only one you can you know. If you tell a time travel story, if there was a big you know, if there was something where. Let's say the second most successful film of the 90s is a movie in which people go back to the Cretaceous period. And then if you do, well, if we do another time travel story, everyone will just go, oh, you just did the same movie again. No, yeah, I, I agree. It's only so many stories yeah. you and can tell. Yeah, and that's the other thing. There's so many stories so you can tell. It's just a matter of... If well, you have an action-adventure movie with an, you know, a, a, a guy who's searching for antiquities and, and rare pieces, well, it's just Indiana Jones. So let's just call it Indiana Jones. We'll put a girl in it. Then and it's then it's Tomb, Tomb Raider. And that's why, you, that's why they made Tomb Raider. We wanted to do the same thing. Right. But we, but we don't want to be accused of ripping Indiana Jones off, even though Indiana Jones ripped every serial off from the 1940s. Mm-hmm. You know, it's all this kind of, it's, you can still recycle you this go stuff, into but space now that everybody is so, comes after you. It's alien. Is yeah. so connected. Yeah, but that's why you have genera- I mean, what, generational movies. Yeah, like you know, whatever. Ridley Scott's doing Covenant because he doesn't want to do Alien again, but he wants to do a sci-fi film. He wants right. to do something close to it, and he's like, "Well, I'll just do use this as the caveat," and it gets your 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 money made. This is the the story I think I was telling Mikey when I was talking about it was 
there was a an anime in the '90s called Macross Plus. Yes, and it was originally enveloped as a a brand new piece of of anime, and it had no connection to what we know as Robotech here, which was Macross in Japan that got translated here, got retranslated, and it's super super popular on both sides. So I think you told us on yeah. maybe I told on air, but yeah. So yeah. Macross Plus is they developed it, no one bought it, they changed it to Macross. The bad guy becomes a Zentradi. The the ships are part of the the SD, you know the, the SDFs in it. They rewrote the Fork Act, and they got they immediately got not only got enough money to make it, they got so much money that they made one of the most ambitious animes at the time. Their their score is written by the uh, like the nation of Israel's harmon. I mean, it was in- incredible. The music in it is gorgeous. Everything is incredible with it because they got so much cash because they just put Macross on it. Right. Because they knew people would go see well, it. Like or if it was said, just super fighters yelling at each other, no, nobody does it. That's like you, like you said, if you slap Batman on anything, people will buy it. Yeah. And since Marvel hasn't learned that lesson yet. I'm waiting for the Batvengers. <laughs> Dare, Bat, Dare Bat Devil. Um, um, people ask me, how do you sell a new book? Put Batman in it. Yeah. I mean, like I said, you know, I my excitement about this is I think... It's like a lot of people. It comes out of nostalgia for it. You hope it's good. You want new stuff from it. Oh, yeah. I'd love to see episodes. new. I mean, uh, yeah. Like, I really wish they'd make new episodes of The Simpsons. Yeah. Oh, wait. <laughs> well, it's like... I just haven't seen it. Do you remember when they tried to spin off Pinky and the Brain? Yeah, it, it was didn't awesome. Work? Well, it worked. It worked, but, but it was... Nobody wanted a half-hour show from it, but I thought it was great. Right. I loved those. Those episodes were just as good as Animaniacs. Oh, I agree, but... But it wasn't as well-received. Because it was a half hour and it was just that. It's just like if you had – my favorite character in Tiny Toons is Baby Plucky. Yeah. There's only four shorts. Right. And he's in one other – he's in one. He's in an Animaniacs episode um, with the, the dog and the baby. God, you can't do grandma's – uh, uh, oh, God, what's the grandma squirrel's name? Oh, no, you can't do that at all. Slappy, wasn't it? Slappy's the, the kid. I don't remember. Anyway, don't remember. but – if, if they had done a half hour of Plucky, it wouldn't work. No, a baby, pl- ba- baby yeah, Plucky, you can't no do it. It's just like when Metalocalypse went to a half hour. Ugh. Oh, so, well, cer- certain things see, okay. would be better off at 15. If they did Pinky yeah. in the Brain at a 15 minutes, if that that uh, format existed back then. What, what, um, see, now I've lost all more. the names. You can't. What's the little girl with the dog? Girl. I don't remember. No, I know which one you're talking about. I don't remember any name. I don't remember that you can really do any of those either. Because you could probably do that. She's never in any real danger because the dog always saves her. True. And that's the one of Vegas. The best one is when they're in Paris and they get on the elevator for the Eiffel Tower. And, and it's plucky. baby plucky. No, uh, bouge le bouton. Moi, bouge le bouton. No, bouge le bouton. It's freaking hilarious. Uh, that's just, I mean, even peeking in the brain, some of that stuff yeah, you can't get away with. Well, if they put them in North Korea... Yeah, <laughs> we're gonna take over the world. Uh, I that show is so amazing. I mean, it was so brilliantly written, and that and Tiny Toons, both of them, were so well done that it's just it's really hard to think. You're right. I have them trying to capture lightning in a bottle twice. Mm-hmm. I hope they do it because good content is good content, whether it's a relauncher or or not. But will you check it out? Oh yeah. Mikey, will you be checking it out? No, probably not. Ethan? Mikey doesn't like well, stuff. I don't, I don't watch, too many watch the original. Mikey doesn't like stuff. Too young to watch the original? <laughs> yeah. How young do you think I am? No, it's just the content was above your maturity level, apparently. <laughs> no, I love the Animaniacs. Um, so. Boy, the, the, the song in Nations got to be way different. Like, half those nations don't exist. Oh, anymore. I know, right? <laughs> um, so, this week. Um, Star Wars Battlefront told you know, announced two mods that have come out for the uh, for the game, which is basically you know a mod is where you can modify a character and things like that. Well, they allowed them to modify for free. Well, well, you, you could well, for free. No, they come gave on. the option that you could modify it on your own, so you can modify characters. Yeah. And the reason that they fought against that was because was it the director of EA 
said that they shouldn't be allowed to do it because you'd have too many non-canical characters. Right. Like a pink Darth Vader. So, of course, the first person did a pink Darth Vader. Yeah. But the best one, which is the one I know you're going to go to, is that they changed Kylo Ren's character into Matt, the radar technician so, from SNL. Uh, and what it is is... And that I've never wanted to play that game more than I want to play that game right now. But the problem is the mods are only for the... Online. The No, the um, the PC version. Uh, yeah, because you can't, mod- you can't you modify can't. it on an Xbox or PlayStation, which is really horrible. Because I would love well, you know, to do the, you Master 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 here. Well, you know EA is going to be like, okay, we're going to put out a pack that, for five ninety nine for each well, They character. can't because they don't own that mod. <laughs> That's right. Someone made the mod and then put it up there that other people could grab. So what it does is it transforms one of your – it transforms the – I mean, sure, there's one of your classes more, <laughs> into you – know, which is your, your officer class – into Matt, the radar technician, and he's got the blonde hair. He's got the you know he's he's, the he, he's the orange, got the yeah. he's got the gray. No, it looks uh, perfect. He's got the gray suit. He's it's got, got the, the gray suit, webbing, which yeah. is which is basically the officer's suit from mm-hmm. the first order, and then it's got the orange pack on him, and he's got his lightsaber. And it's so cool. And the guy said, this saw Kylo without a shirt on. He has like a sixteen pack." <laughs> Well, that was it. That was everybody. That was the big joke. Was look, every, look at. Uh, see, he does has he does have abs, and it was showing the pack. Mm-hmm. Um, the Darth Vader. I saw that one second. I the the Kylo came for or the Matt came. No one put it on the internet until the, until the Matt the radar technician one came out. Right. The pink Darth Vader looks. It's okay. I mean, it's just you know, a different shade. Well, they did it because, that's what he said. I mean, they have a yeah. white Darth Vader too, based on Infinite's. Yeah. So, but it was so. So well done with the mat. I was like, I really want this mod. I want to be able to mod, you know, have it on. Uh, if if they put that those two out, and then like maybe three other characters for five ninety nine or something as DLC, I'd get it. Because it'd be fun to have those characters. You know, if you took those and then, you know, you Did had they have old Luke in that game yet. No, if you, you see if you had that. old Luke. I'm surprised or, they didn't. They wouldn't put in the Last Jedi Luke. The the. Yeah, you just have you, you have the Jedi Luke, you know, the Return of the Jedi Luke. Right, the, I'm just surprised they didn't put on. They haven't added you to be able to pick up Luke as he appears in the fight with Kylo. One of the other mods is they they uh, Mace Windu's. I think it's the um, uh, 517th Battalion or whatever it is that was his battalion with the purple. They've added oh, you know, that somebody armor? modded. Yeah, somebody modded that with that. You know, never got that figure. Came in that big pack. It came in a pack. It was yeah. there was a five pack that was like exclusive. Yeah, it was four trooper. There was a target exclusive. Never yeah, because you had the, you had the snow trooper one. Um, the Mason, it, well, the snow trooper one, the, the purple ones were the Galactic Marines. Those were Kiana Mondays. Right, but they had a purple. They had a purple one for Mace, and then they had the airborne trooper regular. Yeah, I thought they just gave you four clone troopers. No, there was yeah. two clone troopers, and then you had the airborne, and then you had the uh, marine. Which was, those are cool. Mm-hmm. Those are old packs. Because I think I got one of them. Yeah, it says back when they weren't just 5 POA. Yeah. They can't stop buying old Lucas 5 POA. They did the second, the Jedi training one, the last Jedi just came out. Yeah. I found that. Why am I buying this? Yeah, but those Praetorian guards, the six inch, those, that armor, I was looking, because I opened the one from uh, Amazon today. That is the most, you know, the, the hardest armor to try to, to, to pose with. Do you see the... I'm like, this is the worst armor guy, you can fight guy, with. Well, there's a guy on Facebook that teaches you how to, to... You basically boil it, you pop it, and then you make a cut in the armor, a soft cut in the armor, and he can move. Oh. Because the armor the armor stops where the thing... Right. If it's a real person, that armor would kind of move up because it would move up your shoulder sure. as you move your arm up. But because it's a plastic figure that has no give, it just stops. So but I was like, this has got to be the most uncomfortable armor to yeah. try to fight Next time it. I find it, I'll, I'll throw it. It's posted in like half of the... It's just like a little cut on each side of the bicep that makes it a flat, basically. Well, because when you, you it pops the shoulder off when you try to pose it and everything, and yeah, it's horrible. Um, well, just like every time when you have these these uh, actors and actresses and whatever when they're wearing the armor, they always talk about how they can't see. Yeah. So like, well, yeah. So hopefully the stormtrooper has some weird, you know. Uh, uh, screen inside of it that he can see, like Pop those eyes wouldn't mean screen, anything. Yeah. Because there's always talking about. Because um, I got the the stormtrooper book, right? The, the, the big book. It's like the story of how to, the making of stormtroopers and all this stuff like that. 
they talked about that they made new suits for Return of the Jedi. Mm-hmm. And the stunt crew and the stunt coordinator demanded brand new helmets so that they could see. Yeah. Because in Jedi, of course, they're doing something. Right. You know, it was like in, in Empire, they don't do anything. I mean, they just kind of run and shoot. There's no real, like, you know, the Ewoks are attacking them. They're supposed to fall off right. logs and run, fly. So they made new suits for Jedi, too. But it just keeps saying they can't see. Gwendolyn Christie, when she was talking about in Phasma, I can't see out of that thing. Yeah. You're trying to move around, and instead everything just, you know, you trip over something and Whoa. you die. Uh, Adam Driver was talking about that with Kylo Ren yeah. in the um, the Rolling Stone article where he said on Force Awakens, he's wearing this mask, so when he's shooting the scenes in the woods with Rey uh, outside of Maz Kanata's castle, he's like, all of a sudden, roots are your worst enemy because you can't see a damn thing. You can't see where your feet are going. So it's always funny when you well, know, they, they talk about all, that the, all this the canon. Crit- with uh, with Rex, remember when he when they went to the to the phase three armor or phase two armor, and his visor was the old phase one armor, and he said because with the new armor or the new helmets, he said I couldn't see. Yeah, and it wasn't it wasn't as well. They even practical. have it in the first movie when Luke puts on the thing. I can't see a thing out of this. Yeah, you know. Storm, this, not just the not just the shield armor, but when he has the stormtrooper thing, doesn't he say he can't see out of it? Yeah. When they get in the elevator. Well, that's why the stormtrooper hits his head on the door. Well, it wasn't I mean, why? That's but in, no, in reality, that's why. Oh yeah, the actor see couldn't see. Um. So uh, Ryan Johnson, officially Boo, Ryan said, Johnson, he ruined Star Wars for everybody. Officially said that we will learn and Ray will learn who her parents are in episode nine. That Kylo was giving her a swerve. Thoughts? I, just, I don't even want to talk about it. <laughs> just anything that just, gives ammo to people that just, just, I just, I'm tired. It's, of it. it's one of those things like. There's a reason I'm not in any a, of those Star Wars groups. I yeah, mean, that's and I, why you, just a reason for people to keep discussing a movie, and it's it's like Ryan Johnson doesn't even really have a part in Episode Nine. So what is he doing making? Comments? Well, that's why he's saying it now, is because you just know? like um, I read the Rolling Stone in article finally about Last Jedi, and Ryan yeah. Johnson talks about the fact that you'd imagine, you know, his quote, and I'm paraphrasing, was you'd imagine that this would be people would be telling me what to write, and I was allowed to write whatever I wanted. Right. And what you see on the screen is exactly what I wrote. It was exactly what I what I had in mind in terms of the story. And so, and obviously Lucasfilm was fine with it, or they wouldn't have been giving him three more movies to do. Sure. So what he wrote is what he's writing, and then now J.J. Abrams is probably like, well, no, I don't like the idea that, that, that they're garbage people. Yeah, they're I had, so a, I had a vision do, of yeah. what I wanted. So now, so I was wondering why I kept seeing more... Quotes today from other people like, oh, look, I know she's going to be Obi-Wan's granddaughter. I can't wait. <sighs> nah, so I got two more years of this crap. Yep. Yeah. Or longer with the whole trilogy. <laughs> with, <laughs> well, no, she's only well, doing one more. No, I know. I know. Kill her because that, they're but... like, well, she's not going to do other ones, then I'm going to murder her. <laughs> yeah, but no, that, I thought that was uh, interesting that that he had to come out and make JJ, it official. JJ probably called him and said, hey. I don't want to say that I'm ruining your stuff, so just say. <laughs> well, the most mean, interesting story that will ever that could ever be told that will never be told is how these three films that we've had so far from Disney were made. Oh, I know. This must be, be a fascinating because story. all three of them are. Well, no, well, all three of them could be considered different than where they began, because Ryan, I think, started writing eight before seven was even done, and seven before. You're talking about you're talking about the trilogy, not no. Rogue I'm talking one. about all, anything that Disney's touched so far. We've had three films: seven, yeah. eight, and Rogue One. All three of them have the backstories of how they're made are just as fascinating as anything in the story. Yeah. Oh, yeah. From start to finish. And well, four we'll never you know. Four if you had the turmoil with Solo. I'm just talking about what's come out so far. Like what we've seen so far. Yeah. The fascinating story that we'll never know because Disney will never allow it to oh, be told. Oh God, no! Is how those films. It's the Kathleen came Kennedy. About. <laughs> I mean, the one thing you, you, you can say, I mean, you know, when you have. Um, the making of episode three is fairly candid. You know, Lucas talking about some of the things that he was throwing in there that he just dumped. Well, even even how candid like he was that. with episode one, where he yeah. said he went too far. Yeah, but I mean, just in the making of. I mean, yeah. this is this is the book that came out the week that the movie came out. 
and he talked about all the scenes he had in the beginning with the on the cruiser and killing Shakti and all yeah. these other things. And he said, "Yeah, I just dumped all that stuff because it just didn't work." And I was writing it, and I was struggling to write that, and I was struggling to write the end because, you know, I felt so much pressure for that scene on Mustafar because people have been waiting for it for twenty years yeah. and all that. So, so there is one other thing I didn't add it in the opening, and it, we're not going to go into the look of it. I'll just start that out because it is a spoiler, but. There was something you've seen that, like nine more today. Near, no, I haven't. There was something that nearly broke the internet with the solo movie coming out. It was the Simpsons thing. With and once again, the Lego toys that are coming out for the movie have. Well, you're going to see them in a month at Toy Fair anyway. Yes. I mean, that's you, but they're not going to hide There's a anything. new look for the Millennium Falcon that everybody freaked out on. Like, I, there were threads that had nothing to do, like Yahoo movies, and mm-hmm. there were different things that had nothing to do with, you know, Star Wars in particular, that when I got on my Facebook page, I couldn't scroll for like a minute and a half because it was always there. And the look of the Millennium Falcon, they... That should tell you you're following way too much stuff on your Facebook page. That's what I said. Because <laughs> I was like, uh, the, old, the only one I had was one group. There's only one thing that I follow that had anything about it and it is a star wars specific group it's a closed star wars specific group that that i'm in and it was more of the fact that he posted the pictures like a week ago and they you know a week before it actually came out and then a bunch of toy sites had said that those pictures were fan made right and they're not real and so oh okay and you know they got me i thought it was official you know official an official leak or sort of thing whatever and then this week they're like, no, those those are the real ones. Yes, and there's more. There's more today. There's another one that I saw today. Not not of a, uh, it's one of the figures, oh. you know, the buildable figures. Well, I had to leave the. I finally left the rebels. Yeah, it only took you a year after I told you to get rid of that group. That that group. I'm sorry. They. I'm not a part of any of those groups because if if Last Jedi has taught me anything is that I'm a very different Star Wars fan than what Star Wars fans have become. Star Wars fans have become Trekkies. Oh yeah. And this is Star Wars fans used to make fun of Trekkies in the '80s because Trekkies were obsessed with details and all these things. And Star Wars fans were just like, "Yeah, it's about energy and killing people, and it's awesome." And that was it. And you got all these pieces, and everything was kind of fine. And then as the EU came, and especially once you got to the the, the, the prequels and stuff, and now it's it's a group that's just like, you know what? But I, now it's even it, it's to the point where there are Trekkies that once when you had when you had uh, the original Trek. Then you had, you know... You're tracking the movies in Next Gen. Right. And, but now, then you also had Deep Space Nine and Voyager. Mm-hmm. And then, you, you know, that's where the factions started to fall off. Where, no, no, I'm only a fan, I'm only a Star Trek it's fan not a, It's of, not a fan. No, what I'm saying is that obsession with detail No, no, what, what I'm saying so is this crazy. is what it's, and that, no, Star Wars what this is becoming. Is. No, it's this, it's this, I, I am, and it's not just Star Wars. It's fandom in general because you have this... Content the whole time. This is what sports became ten years ago, when you start. When they really started with, you have sixteen national sports channels that are on twenty four hours. You have five sports radio in your in your hometown. You have your team has a channel. You, right. You're inundated with your team, your team, your team, and it becomes this obsession. Where you can't leave it, so you're always in it. So right. you always have a problem with it. Two years ago, two years ago and a little bit more, when we got close to episode seven. On this show and others, I told you, I'm sick of talk, hearing about Star Wars. Yeah. I just want to see the movie. I don't want to be caught up in this right now. I got other things to do. Right. I got other things to worry about. But everything, well, I know, I know every people... day was Star Wars, Star Wars stories. Who's Rey? Who's Kylo? Who's this? Who's no? Who's the? Who's the, who's? The, and it's like just shut up and go see the movie. I know several fans. And then afterwards, fans just that are like, okay. in the 501st, R2 builders, things like that, that all felt the same way. Just stop because there was too much, and it was like, you know. And it's after you have everyone now. I mean, it was interesting for a couple of days as we're discussing, you know, these different pieces of Last Jedi. And when you're doing it with friends, it's fun, but. I can't keep scrolling through. I posted that thing of Canto Bite, that yeah. guy who, who kind of detailed it. And it was new things to me or things that were kind of under the surface that I didn't really understand why I liked it. But I knew there was something maybe more to it. And the first comment is, well, if you have to explain it, it's not, it's not good. It's not right. worth it. And I, and I understand that comment from the point where I say, if you need the director's cut of Justice League to understand it, 
that, but it's all there. Yeah. You just have to actually you have well, to engage. The reason that I loved it is you have to engage with that film. It's one of the first Star Wars films that, to me that as a fan, as a casual fan, you've got to do some of the work. Right. You've got to engage with that film. Well, that's why I was And I my- understand if you don't engage with it. When Luke did the first thing that Luke's does, I'm trying to be as unspoilery as possible because it's not a review show. The first thing that Luke does, you're either in or you're out. Right. Or you're sort of in the middle like Melissa was, but that was the point where that happens, and for your first viewing, you were out. My first viewing, I was in. See, that one never bothered me. But it's I the, understood that. It's the idea. Right. I'm, what I'm talking about. No, if but, you really love that, that point, you're in. If sure. If you don't understand that point, the rest of that journey is going to be very tough. Well, but like, what, I'm saying, what I'm saying about the point at the end is you have to engage with that film. And that's not a bad thing. Right. But so many people took that film on a surface level and just went, well, it's just crappy. It's too long. Right. Really? Because I can, I can have a Star Wars film for four hours if it's good. Yeah. If you would have taken the, the, legacy, of the, or not, yeah, the legacy book series with Jason and Jaina and, and all that, you made that into a miniseries that was 15 hours, it'd be awesome because it was good. I enjoyed it so that I could be enjoyed through it. And it just it wasn't – I just – there's just a point where I'm just sort of like, okay. Well, I gotta tell Mikey. We gotta, we gotta you know, we gotta get back into talking about everything that's gonna happen with Avengers: Infinity, even though it's a Black Panther movie that nobody seems to care about anymore. Which apparently the I've I've been trying to stay away from all the trailers. And stuff. There are no trailers. There's a lot of TV spots. I haven't seen any, and, not, and Black Panther did not play. I've seen. Uh, yeah, Black Panther didn't play in front of the Star second Wars? time I saw Star Wars. Really? Yeah, there was there was sixty five trailers in yeah. front of it. Oh my god! Yeah, there's a reason I really like the Roxy. There was four. See, I, I've there was seen, every, least, every there was all, at least ten. All the showings I've been in Star Wars, they it was played in front of it. I didn't see it in front of last year on Wednesday. No, Infinity War was. I don't remember seeing Black Panther in front of Star Wars. I saw I, I, it, I saw it at the War. Regal, War. Whatever, whatever, whatever the jams yes. is. That's where I saw it Wednesday, yeah. and it was not in front of it. Infinity War was the final one because was because I knew that'd be the final one, and they just no, gave it you, wasn't played in front of any of them. They Infinity gave you War was, mm-hmm. yeah, and it didn't. It, it if I remember right, it didn't play. I don't think it played in front of it at the Roxy either because it was like Infinity War, and it was Fallen Kingdom, yeah. And it was like Mortal two Engines? films. What was weird? What's that? Mortal Engines. Mortal Engines was one. No, I've never. I have not seen that in either showing. Really? Yep. Huh. That's all a theater thing. That's not. Yeah. Because yeah. I've seen it. That's why if Infinity War is the last one, it's, I'm sure Disney shipped the print. Oh, yeah. With Infinity War in front of it. You know, like you have to show Infinity War because yeah. whatever. But I don't. I Wrinkle in Time was in front of them. Wrinkle all. in Time was in front of both of them. I, that was the third because that was the only new one I saw when I went to see. It the first time that I remember, and where I was like, "Oh, I Player made One, this movie. Ready Player One Never was in front it. of it. Wasn't in either of them." Um, but no, I was telling Mikey and Ethan before you got here. I'm talking about you know, my third showing that uh, I really agreed with that Canto Bright, a uh, bite uh, thing that you posted because the first couple times I watched it, you know, the first time I was watching because I had just finished reading Canto Bite, I was looking to see what characters were in there. The second time I was still coming to terms with the movie. The third time I watched it. I really, I it's from what I'd read in the book. A lot of it's and from also, what I saw there. I really started putting a couple things together that you, the, what Rose says in that, is so dead on to what that city is about. Yeah, and it's a, it's that scene and probably why I liked it the first time that I really couldn't put together, is that that scene is all about the universe. It has yes. nothing to do with the story. Correct. Except for, you know, the, the characters that are in it are there. But the, the trappings of that scene are all the universe they live in. And it's more about, again, these films and this timeline is very different than it right. was 40 years ago. Well, think it's about when you, go to, when you go to Las Vegas. It's the same thing. You, yeah. It's all the bright lights, Benicio big Toro's city, there all you the know, time. all the things going on. You don't see what's going on behind it until you really start looking. If you go off the strip... Then you start to see what Vegas really is. Yeah, a bunch of cheap houses. Um, <laughs> but um, no, but it, it's and, and I think some of it is is I've also really said to a lot of it feels like with a lot of people is that they don't like it because they simply just don't like Finn. Right. Which if, yeah, if you don't like that character, then that whole sequence is terrible. But see, the rebels never group like it. that I was in, uh, I really I, you know I respect them for having being finding something in Star Wars fandom to like. Rebels is a great show. I, 
but they feel as if Rebels should be the center of the Star Wars universe. That every character no, they feel in Rebels, Rebels should be the center of their Star Wars universe. Well, yes, but they feel that it can't. The, the characters Rebels. should show up in all of the. You yeah, know, because they don't like the movies right now. It's like That's one why. of the things that got leaked is that there are going to be, um, um, there are going to be intelligent agents in the in the. Uh, yeah, I just forgot what they were. What the, uh, ISP, ISP there, I, yeah, ISP agents in the in solo movie, you know, and they're like, oh, it should be, it should be this character. But it it doesn't be this work character. because Han Solo takes place before Rebels. I know. That's what I said. First that's of the all. problem with that whole group, and that's why I dumped them because and they don't like, think about it. And again, I want to go back to sports. It's the same people that go, "Well, the King should trade for Sidney Crosby. If they trade Alec Martinez for Sidney Crosby, that would happen." Except for the fact that one, neither sides would do it, and two, it puts the Kings eight and a half million dollars over the cap. It's literally impossible. Yeah. It's the same thing here. It can't be Agent Callus, right? But this unless is, it's a super young Agent Callus, but it's not the one you're so looking far, at. But so far, you know, and I'm like, uh, one of the things I said was, well, look, they're not going to have characters like that crossover into the to the main movie unless it's a background character or something like. There's that. a reason and they you were like, don't see. They're like, well, Saul on. came in. You know, Saul Saul Guerrero is in that. Well, yeah, they brought you know they brought that him into the the Rebels cartoon, but they also had Forrest Whitaker do the voice. They're not going to bring one of these characters in and have some. First of all, they're not going to have the voiceover actor playing the character, most likely. Well, I thought they said Saw existed in Clone Wars prior to Saw did. Yeah. He does. So Saw yeah, the so. reason that they use Saw is that George Lucas really liked Saw Guerrero. Yeah, mm. he always liked that character for whatever reason. So and yes, and Rebels in in, in Rebels, uh, it it fit. It was great. It, it was a nice piece. There's a reason why they, there's the a reason half. why they mention Sandula's name, but they don't show her. Right. The ghost is in it. That's stuff you can get. And who knows? Chopper somewhere can be down, a background. Somewhere down the line, I'm sure there'll be a character that'll show up like this. Right. Because it, it just wherever you're going to go to, this is part of building this universe. Is that you can have this character from this fill into this, and this piece will go here, and that will go there, and everything will be all great and but wonderful, they, or whatever. They but assume is... that you know that the show now because they they also somebody found this listing that said that the show won't be back until May. You know, the second half of Rebels won't air until May. Long break. Well, somebody from Lucasfilm actually tweeted out, no, that's wrong. We will be back way before then. But as soon as they said May, everybody goes, they're tying it to Solo. Solo and Rebels are going to be tied together. Look, the ISB agent, it's going to be callous. You know, and then what finally broke the, what mad. finally broke they also realized that Callus is not a big character in that I know. series I couldn't remember the last episode he was in well, he, well he's now with the rebels uh, I know he is but I'm just saying there isn't an episode that but really finally the straw that broke the camel's back for me was and it was a little stupid thing this one guy started arguing with me about ISB agents and how ISB agents have been featured more in rebels than anywhere else and I went that's not true I said, ISB agents have been around. They've been in comic books. They've been in in novels. I said, matter of fact, ISB agents have been around longer than Rebels has. Well, I didn't say they were exclusive to Rebels, but they are mainly put in Rebels. They haven't been in a film yet, have they? He's no. just talking about media, visual media. Right, but well, yeah, they haven't been put in a movie. I'm just like arguing semantics. Yeah. I went, They're just they, imperial. Right, I went, but there's no real reason to <laughs> have them is, in a movie. You don't have a faction in any of the any of the movies. Correct. There's nothing. There's no. There's no like faction. And the, technically, you do have an ISB agent in on the Death Star that's been retrofitted in there. Yeah, that's all those those pieces are. Yeah. So I was finally like, I'm done. I'm out of this group. I can't take it anymore. New Year's resolution. Year, you're you, like, it's just, be, you know, and it's one of those All things those where I'd love to have been. I, I, there were some parts of the group that were really good. But the obsessive compulsiveness that these guys have. All this stuff and all the talk and all the pieces and all the minutia and it just became, no. Yes. I, just, I can't keep arguing minutia with people. Well, and that's just it. That's why I love. And you, you are right. I mean, it is. It's not just the Star Wars. It's not just the Rebels guys. It is all the fandom. Whether you're in, you know, I mean, I've had arguments about, you know, people were about Winter Soldier and stuff, and you know how I, I can't remember some of them because it's been so long ago. But it was just like, you know, one of them said Winter Soldier is the worst character that Marvel ever created. And you told him to shut the hell up. That out. was no, but that was a. Wasn't that a CBR list or something? I think. Oh yeah, it was. Yeah. Yeah. And, it's, and that's, just, it's just all trollism. And that's the other thing. Is everyone does this thing. Again, I'll go back to sports because this is where people started to figure this out. When you have these you know, talking head shows and 
John Cruck talked about it when he was on Baseball Tonight or whatever, where they said they fed him his opinion. Yeah. Because he had to have the quote-unquote wrong opinion so people could be pissed off. Right. Even here, as heated as you and I get, sometimes that's me just acting like an a-hole because it's a lot more interesting than just going, yeah, I can see that point. Well, yeah, and there's I was going to say because there's sometimes when I've done that, you know. Yeah, and it's just, just, and I'll say stuff on here that's kind of crazy or whatever because it's kind of that entertainment. But when you get that online constantly. Right. And some of it is and some of it isn't. And then when you you rise to that bait that's there. My thing with Rebels is I had absolutely no interest in arguing with people that just, they're never going to change their mind. The group that I'm in, I know the guys on there that will never change their mind. And I right. don't bother arguing with them. Posting that Canto Bite thing in the group that I'm in changed two people's minds about it. Where yeah. they said, now I want to go see this again because I kind of like that. I don't necessarily love the, that sequence anymore, you know, as much as – but I don't hate it as much as I did sort of thing. Where it's like mm-hmm. the group is, is – and there's some guys that are – they have fun with the idea that they realize I'm not going to change my mind. Right. I hated Last Jedi when I first saw it. And you guys can present arguments that make sense, but I'm going to be an a-hole and said I don't care. And I'm kind of – I can be that same way too. And we have fun with it. Yeah. It's, it's much more of a, you know, we chide each other or whatever. And we do it here, too. Sure. I'm not yelling at you about Guardians of the Galaxy thinking you're ever going to change your mind and watch and go, yeah, Chris is right. This is stupid. And then all of a sudden it's knocked off that top perch. But that's the that's And the I don't expect you to. Yeah. Is, you know, you want to discuss these kind of things, your fandom, with people that are open for the discussion. Whether or not they agree with you or not, it's not like... Oh, I'm right. You're wrong. You know, like, and you need to see my. Well, opinion. that's what Last Jedi was because mm-hmm. I was right. <laughs> no, but that's what I'm saying is yeah. like I, I I don't enjoy being part of conversations like that either, where it's just like you're trying to explain something to someone and they're so stubborn or uh, you know thick-headed that they don't listen to what you're saying to you know process it to see maybe okay maybe he does have a good point. And then now you're in politics too, right? Yes. That's the other thing is where you're so entrenched. And again, I can go all the way back to sports, where you, you go to that thing of, you know, and I'm, I'm bringing it back because this is the trends that I saw in sports ten years ago is what's invading pop culture now. Oh sure. And this idea going to a Dodgers game when I was a kid or teenager, wearing a Braves jersey when they were winning their division every year, people would rubbing you know it's like ah ha ha you know, Braves suck. Okay, wearing a Braves jersey five years ago, I had someone threaten to kill me, literally threaten to kill me. I'm going to F and kill you, Braves fan. Yeah. And he's being serious. And it's <laughs> You've gotten threatened twice that I know. <laughs> yeah. The one at MGM. Yeah. The MGM for where the, to the point of Ugh. going to games now and I don't wear an opposing jersey. Right. Unless I'm with a large group of people. Well, do you remember a few and years ago with the guy, the, the, uh, the San Diego, or excuse me, the, the San Giant. Francisco Giants. Yeah, the Giants fan. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. That's what I mean. That kind of culture, this... <laughs> rabid obsession over this thing that shouldn't matter right you know i'm not gonna go beat somebody up because they don't like last jedi i'm not gonna beat somebody up because they think dinosaurs are dumb riverdale yeah i'll kick your ass <laughs> but honestly, there's few things in my life that i'm going to go beat somebody up over and all it is 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 you know you threaten someone that i care about that would probably be it i was watching something the other day and I want to say it was like James Corbin or something. And they like Riverdale rocks. No, he said he was talking to somebody and went, Riverdale got canceled. And he goes off screaming, no, 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 they can't cancel Riverdale. No, we're, I need my Jughead. And he goes, no, 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 no. The, the group the, with the song, or it was canceled. or the, the, the tour or something was canceled. And he was like, oh, okay, okay. I don't oh, know. Oh, the... the uh... <laughs> The, the the lady that plays Cheryl Blossom was actually she was supposed to be at the Shrine this weekend, uh, or what was the Shrine show, whatever the, right. that show is, and they canceled it. She was her. Yes, was that, was yeah. that was it. That was it. And so, uh, well, it's funny because one of the one of the guys <laughs> I know was going to go. He knows somebody that runs that tour. Yeah. And said it's they're doing like Riverdale Con in Chicago, <laughs> and immediately we both went like, "How much are tickets, and when can we go?" <laughs> So that's right. Forty, you know, like thirteen, you know, forty thousand thirteen-year-olds, and then me and this other forty-year-old guy just in there, like, "What's up?" Yeah, no, we're in line waiting for the whole Riverdale crew. <laughs> yeah, wait no, to get my picture taken with it, Corey. That's Sprouse. what it was. It, it was it was the shine thing that got canceled, and he's just running around going, "No, I need you know, my jacket. What am I going to do? I need to know what's going to happen." No, I just heard it. I was like, 
This is Chris. I, no, like, I, I like the bet that we were both just laughing so hard. <laughs> they cancel that show, and I was just like, "Great, I've got another. I've got an hour back." But at first, I was like, "Wait, didn't they just announce uh, season two? <laughs> For like half a second, I thought this. I thought it was really Riverdale. I'm not gonna cancel halfway through season two. Uh, but it was so funny. It comes was, back next week, I think. Well, they just announced. Did you see? They just announced uh, Sabrina, who's the actress yeah. playing. Uh, yeah. Talking about trying to catch lightning twice. <laughs> So, anything? Anybody got anything else to say? That was me rewinding my voice. <laughs> Nothing. We put the cricket to bed, apparently, because the cricket's bored. Too. <laughs> All right, so we're Go gonna Saints. wrap it's things up. It's the only team left I like. Which team? Go Saints. Go Saints. Like. <laughs> um, Bills, Bills are. We'll, we'll talk about. I was gonna say. Did you? I was gonna say did you see the turmoil in new england but we'll talk about it off the air no one cares about oh that. that's such bs i know so uh make sure you check us out on oh, facebook.com slash nerdables we're also on twitter at nerdables show and we are on instagram as nerdables so for chris mikey and ethan i'm already saying we'll talk to you next week <laughs>